0: This is the Post-America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker.
1: What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post-America. Mad Joe Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post-America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, fellas, we're rolling. September 9th, 2018. Back, at it. back on the map. Back at it with my white Vans. I mean, black New Balance. Yeah, what are you talking about, white Vans?
2: You don't know that meme? You don't know that meme joint?
1: I don't watch memes. What's that on Netflix? Listen, we're back at it. It's been a minute. We were away for a while. Chris couldn't come with us. He had bad things going on. And he's the only guy that knows how to do this. So we couldn't do nothing without him. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. But now things are better. It was
2: uh, it was weird being on tour without you, Chris.
1: Yeah, it was boring. It was lame. It was weird. long. It was cold. It was hot. It was miserable.
2: Thankfully, we had a good, uh, good feeling. Great yeah, for feeling. real. Yeah. Great guitar player. Fun guy to be around. But uh, we
3: definitely missed
2: you. And it was weird being away without
3: you. Yeah, I, I feel it, man. I felt it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad, you know, Mike... Stepped up, he did a great job, and you guys had a successful tour, man. That's all that really counts in the end. He killed it, man. What an
1: unselfish guy, Chris? Huh? Yeah. What an unselfish soldier, right? Just about the unit first. Evan or Luca? Me, 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 me. Mine, mine, mine. Chris says, "Yours, ours, (laughs) together." It's important that it go. You know, when we get a chance to go over there, it has to be.
3: You got to be going there at full power you can't half ass and I'm glad what if they went off without a, without a hitch man What made off me very happy to see the videos the little clips guy. I got to see and I was like ah, that's good All right, we placed a, a couple of really fun shows over
2: there <laughs> I don't think we had like a really bad show on the tour where it was like memorably bad
1: there's there's usually one of those you know what I mean those no were memorably hot it was very hot Chris it was like the hottest tour
3: oh really and worse you know, than that other summer that, that was two three summers ago it was the hottest one yeah
2: really and the, and one thing that was the most bizarre thing was the bees yeah bees there were bees everywhere well they call them wasps or something they call them something else yeah, I don't know what they call but they're yellow with black stripes yeah or black with yellow stripes i <laughs> don't know what they're talking it was. about over there but there were bees and they were All everywhere over.
3: and they were stinging people and they were no shit they were in the listen, van listen. they were in the hotel they what, were everywhere was it that was it because they were so hot over there man i was bringing them out i bet that has something to do with well, we're it, not right? scientists Jeez. we don't know
1: but we'll give you a story all right luke was uh well i don't forget where we were playing but he got stung by one of these Right. oh no way no big deal right you know people get stung by bees yeah of course you would have thought he got hit by a truck okay you know he, what though you hurt wait a minute let me tell you the story you heard him scream from across the floor, motherfucker, fuck. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Comes running, holding his arm all day, looking at it, this and that. And the next day, it was slightly swollen, like you would expect a bee sting to be. He demanded to go to the hospital. Bert and Kevin had to take him to the hospital. He made a big deal. People at the hospital were like, you know, you know, it's a bee sting. You know, what's the, what's the problem? Bert said the doctor was laughing at him. Really? <laughs> um, oh no! I believe, unbelievable. It was a black no. guy in the band. It was a. It was just a bad look for all of us. A beast. That, I mean, there's some people
2: who are allergic to bees and yeah, they and die not one of them. if they get stung, and they 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 you know they
3: blow up like a balloon. Yeah. I, I think but this he, wasn't that. This I think he that. might be a dude though who's susceptible to that stuff. Do you remember when we were in Greece. <laughs> and he got bit in the head, oh, yeah. and his Be- head swelled up. Like he had that big egg on his forehead, Of course man, it's going to swell for any normal human. I mean, more, though, it looked like somebody cracked out with a wrench or something. It was He had a, a lump from being bit, and I was like, holy shit. It's
1: getting the shit out of me, man, to look at him like that. you know. Does this guy make excuses for every, every feminine activity there is? Listen, he shouldn't have went to the hospital. It was not a big deal. That's all I'm saying in the end, right? Why is he doing that? Why are you making excuses for the guy? He even. knows. I mean, I know
3: He's, he get bit. I know he has a reaction. I mean, it was a you know a mosquito, or whatever it was, fucked him up the last time. I've been bit by a lot of bees in my life.
1: I was on,
2: bit, stung, whatever you call it. Stung. I was on tour
1: with Joey. Broke his ankle. He didn't go to the doctor. Come on, the show must go on. All right. Yeah, well, fortunately, the show still went on, and he
2: did good. Yeah, he did all right. But the uh, excellent the bee sting was definitely very. Dramatic. I wouldn't have went. He was very dramatic. I know right? I wouldn't have went to the hospital. Nah, no did way. Did he swell up? He had a hard time breathing and shit? No. no. no it, was just, it was a bruise. It, his arm hurt because it's a bruise. It you know was slightly I mean?
1: you swollen like a bee sting on anybody, you know? Uh, oh, man. I mean, Well, I guess you have to err on the side of caution in these <laughs> no, types of no,
0: situations. No,
1: <laughs> a, see, Chris, you don't understand what I'm saying. He did the yeah. wrong thing. He knows he did the wrong thing. He uh, should have never well. won
2: you're not letting Richie. He shouldn't shit. have went. You're not letting Richie shit on Luke the way he's, he, he wants to. He needs to. to. Yeah, I mean, he's trying on. to get some support.
1: We were all looking at each other like, is this guy serious? Is he fucking serious? Does he Yo. know what kind of band, what kind of men he rolls with? Do you know what was the
2: funniest thing? Was how Bert was like relentlessly yeah. killing Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Bert was, really? was busting his balls yeah. good. Had, like nonstop. They were
1: a good team, Bert and Luke. They were a good yeah, team. It was and funny, man. We got to give props to Bert and, and Kevin, the guys who uh, really helped us in, on that tour drove. They always do. They always do. They do it out of friendship, out of brotherhood, out of blood bond. We owe those guys everything.
2: Yeah. They really make, they they become, it's just like another band member. It's like a, Because
1: who, who wants to do that? You know what I mean? Who wants to? Like when you take off work, they're not making good money. And they're rolling around in a hot ass van with no AC in a heat wave in Europe for three weeks. Yo, it's a a burden. That first day. That's rough, man. That's a rough,
2: rough roll. First day, get out of the airport, you know, whatever, we get the van. And within the first like five minutes, no one was saying anything, but it was really hot in the van. Like, hmm. And you could hear the fans blowing and you could hear like. Just Something's blowing blowing on. Feeling anything on you. and you're wait, waiting for a cool blast of air conditioning. No, huh? the air conditioner was broke. Oh, really? So it was we out did of whack. The, we did the whole tour with no AC.
3: What kind of it did it have?
2: <laughs> it's a big sprinter, you know, like right, the, the yeah. big ones with the with the loft in the back and everything. But like, oh yeah, yeah right. it, was, it got hot in there, man. I really can hot. imagine, man. Jesus, really hot. It was bad news. Uh, that was that was an uncomfortable thing. Um, the The hotels were pretty decent. The food was decent.
1: Yeah, food was all right. We had some good food. And uh, yeah, a couple of meals, we had some really good food. Yo, Luke must have gained 40 pounds though, right? He He was on a mission, bro. He was eating every McDonald's or Burger King he could find. He had to stop in. I remember the one night we, we ate at the club. It was great food. There was a McDonald's by our hotel. He had to go in. That before we went to sleep. That's the last 16 in the morning. Everybody's waiting to leave. I said, where's Luke? Oh, we got to pick him up McDonald's again. Like, so for lunch, breakfast, dinner, every chance he get, he was eating McDonald's, ordering cr- amounts that you know anybody can't finish, right? Yeah. He, went, he, he was on a mission.
3: <laughs> Over-ordering.
1: Yeah. He loves the over-order, man. He does. I know, I know. And he likes to change up the order, right? Yeah. Oh, add this, but don't take that. Put this on the
2: side. Could you put the sauce from this sandwich on that yeah, sandwich? But underneath, Customization. Underneath the, the patty,
1: not on the top. Excuse me, sweetheart. This way it stays more warmer. Excuse me, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, it was all right. We got it done. We came back. What happened since we came back? Because, you know, we this is a it's a long time, man. We could talk forever if we're updating people. So let's just briefly skip over some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean. Since we came back, we do any shows now, right? Uh, No. I
2: don't nothing, sir. So. All right, so our first show. I, unfortunately, I, I was hoping I could just, like, take a little breather when I got
1: back, but I want to. To work like immediately, yeah, you know, not me, like too quick. I went to Chicago, yeah, yeah. How was that I thing, was I was supposed to tell, tell tell my boss I was back. I said, you know what, I'm going to fly under the radar. Nice. I'm trying to say nothing. Went out to Chicago. It was very cool. For, you know, I've been to Chicago many times, but I never got this doing. Chill in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, went in that Willis Tower, high up there. Nice. A lot of good food spots, water spots. But then I called my boss. I said, And I said, oh, you know, I'm back around. If you need something. And he said, I I was checking the obituaries every day for you. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I thought you you may have died, Richie. So he's being a wise-ass. But, yeah, he didn't bother me so far. Nice. Yeah, so I did take some time off after I got there. Checking the obituaries. (laughs) And I'm still sick.
2: Dude, that was a tiring tour. I felt tired when I got I, I. I
1: was okay while we were there, but when we got home, it hit oh,
3: me shot. like a wall. I was like,
1: "Oh my god!" I was I'm sleeping tired. like an hour a night if I was lucky. I was. Just, uh, that, that's rough. am I'm I'm surprised adjusted. you guys
3: didn't get uh get sick from it. I'm like still that, sick. That kind of heat, you know what I mean? You get like uh, sinuses and respiratory problems. So you know,
1: I'm like still sick. It. Guys, yeah. not listening. I haven't. The
3: guy, yeah.
2: Oh, oh man,
1: man. went to the doctor. He said a couple more weeks. I got and that's It. That's it. I went to another doctor. He gave me a year. So it's I on a short timer. Yeah. Time of 69-er. But since we've been back, no shows, nothing, right?
2: No, we've just been working on some, uh, you know, some other shit. Trying to get prepared for the upcoming shows we do have.
1: We got two shows left this year. Tsunami Fest in two weeks. Hopefully this will go up real quick. We don't need to fuck around with it too much. But it's September, what, 9th? So September 22nd is Tsunami. That's one of our shows. Then October... Something is October sixth. Sixth is a one king down in Albany. They return to Albany uh-huh. with all cool. that war. Some other band, yeah, two good shows. That's the first time I ever saw them was in Albany. Yeah, me too. With uh, me too, man. Was it Fury Five played? I believe. You know, all these years, I've Crutch. We must have played with One King Down with all of our different bands. Yeah, I never really knew any. You know, like for whatever reason, but when I watched them, I, this is hardcore. yo know, they blew it up. It yeah. sounded great. They had cool songs, cool parts. Yeah, very cool, man. Very cool, uh, man. Yeah. So, looking forward to playing that one. Tsunami's good. Who do you got playing Tsunami this year? Uh, Bleeding Through is the headliner. Now, is that weird? Or is that well, how, is that going to go over good? I don't know. We'll see. I don't did like a band that kind of like dresses up with makeup and shit and all of that. Or am I wrong? Eh, nah. Yeah, kind of like gothy,
2: goth ish.
1: Yeah. I guess like black lipstick. Black lipstick, real tight
2: they, black clothes, with tight Stevens. black clothes, yeah, kind of more, almost um like Avenged Sevenfold style, like right. trying to look like metal, you know. I don't know, like kind of fruity though, right? They're kind of like it's, fruity metal. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's not the kind. I don't listen to either of them, you know. But I did. I I saw Bleeding Through a few times, and I yeah. thought they were a really good band, really heavy. Oh yeah, super heavy music. All right, all right, really tight band, awesome, and they have a. Uh, they had a really cool, like, creepy ambiance that they, mm. they bring with them, you know. So cool, it man. could be good. But, I, I mean, this is so long ago that I that I saw them. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering how it'll go over. Yeah, it was a long time. So I, I think it'll be cool. To, you know, it's probably been like, I don't know, 17, 18 years it's since It's an I saw
1: unusual them. lineup for Tsunami. I'm excited to see how it goes down. I mean, you know. I don't know what people listen to. So maybe it's in the mix with everything else. I don't know. But just. Or maybe people will be excited because they just, they used to listen to it and yeah.
2: excited to see it again. Yeah, Very yeah. true. So the, I don't, I think, I, it's definitely not in the mix. No. I don't think it's like a current, like, cool happening thing. But it, I think for the nostalgia of it, and they
1: were pretty big at their peak. Yeah. They, they were doing really good. Yeah, I remember the name. I remember seeing them play, you know. Playing and shit But it wasn't my thing So I didn't pay
2: attention I think it'll be fun it's, You know It's gonna be a fun day Regardless We always have fun there Yeah we it's have always fun. like A lot of friends And cool people Beca Hanging out
1: We hang out I go behind the bar Sometimes right You see me make drinks Sometimes Richie makes yeah. some Odd drinks Make anything like, you want. I'll put a mint They're leaf customized. in They're customized.
3: They're custom drinks.
1: Yeah, a Kool-Aid, mint leaf with some tequila, some salt, pepper, onions, anything. <laughs> He's a mixologist, <laughs> yeah. if you will. That sounds like soup. I throw a bottle in the air, catch it behind my back, hit it over Joe's head. Joe did not even know. He just keeps talking to somebody. And ricochets it off. He got a head like a horse. But uh, no, it should be fun. One King Down Show should be fun. Yesterday, I went to Back to School Jam in New Jersey. Yeah, talk about that new tarot, bro. New Terror album is sick. The first song is if the mentally unstable, depressed young men of hardcore get hold of this album, it's gonna put them over the edge. They're gonna be killers. They're gonna become killers and serial killers. Yo. And sick maniacs all over the place. Yeah, that
3: song was like being run over by a gigantic ever
1: very slowly. This ground yeah. you right down. The New Terror is dope. It's hard as fuck. It's relentless. The vocals are more in your face than ever. The production is big and different, slightly different, real loud. Everything's real loud, pushing. I hear a lot of reverb, big room kind of vibe. (coughs) See, I'm still sick. What else is there? Uh, Back to School was cool. It was in Jersey City. But you know what? I didn't even go in the venue. Really? Really. There was the venue, and then it blocked down a bar where all the merch was. So I just stayed in the bar. There's some good food, chilling, Buying drinks, hanging out, but in the venue was the security was so crazy that I didn't want to go in. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Everybody gets patted down going in. You leave, you come back, you go. If you're a band, you got to open your guitar cases. You got to open your drum cases. Holy shit! If the place is full, people got to if... two people got to leave. They let two in, so there's always like a line of people around the corner. So is that, but, wow, you know, man, it was just not my thing. I was like, I don't like people touching me. You know what I mean? So we got a guy who's gonna touch my nipples my chest and rub me and do that weird reverse hand thing like no I'm touching the, with the back of my hand so <laughs> oh I'm not getting God. off on it I know you're getting off on it just like them airport dudes remember we used to always op out and go through the uh yeah. and make them pat us down no more because these dudes are getting off on it I could tell
2: yeah that's like it's like a predatory job yeah you know? like people who are like trying to find a job where they're allowed to touch people are like oh that's a fucking they tsa yeah, that's scrotum.
1: and they're like no no my hand is reverse it's not my palm it's yeah. the back of my ears if still- you notice sir i'm touching with the back
2: yeah. the uh, the uh unsensitized part of as
1: a, as yeah. if what? that's any kind of difference he's still caressing meanwhile your he's still got a boner i know that i'm not stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if i feel my own chest i get a little bone i can't lie come on i know this guy's gonna Chris don't like when I talk like that.
3: Okay. <laughs> it's just shaking his
1: head. So what are we talking just, about What are we talking yo, I about? No.
3: Yeah, speaking about TSA. Did you see the thing on the news that you know people going on trips that it's so much like bacteria and feces and whatever else on those things when you have to go through? Like people are getting sick on the trips from it. It's like so unsanitary.
1: What, like, what things? What like you the, you know,
3: like the scan when they patch it down, and we have to get your stuff like. Uh, before you get on the plane it gets X-rayed like all that stuff is so filthy and really? dirty and germ
1: laden. Yeah, I was seeing stuff about that. I'm Holy like, my shit. god, it's
3: like this disgusting.
1: How does that get gross? How does that stuff get gross? I don't even understand. I, I don't know, but people were saying that they're that people getting sick. I've well, been- traveling def- definitely makes people sick. <coughs> but uh oh, you know what's going on the day before tsunami? What? Um What's happening? Immortal technique with oh, yeah. Vinny Paz cheddar mind tricks in philadelphia nice man that's kind of cool that's it that is pretty cool yeah, september 21st you know what maybe i'll call Vinny and say, if any put a tiny let me thing for the people you know what i mean a little rap solo kind of maybe spoken word
3: hopefully hopefully he gets you in on a squeeze in
1: maybe i'll do bring my bongos with me whatever he wants to do i'll do anything for him you know normally i would get paid big for him i'll just do it on the arm bongos Got to bring them. It's a, a part, a very important part of the spoken word ensemble. So we've been out of the game, the podcast game, so long. We have literally thousands of questions built up. Joe lost uh, two files of them, so he said he has one saved on his two phone. Full files. So <laughs> a what, filing cabinet. What do you got, Joe? What do you got?
2: Um, what's the last time we recorded? Do you remember that, Chris?
1: The last
3: time we, we recorded. Yeah,
2: the last like date that we recorded the podcast. podcast.
3: Yeah, it was the. Thursday I want to say before this is hardcore it was wow. right before this is hardcore Thursday before
2: this is hardcore Th- Tuesday
1: or a Thursday before I do,
2: I, have a, I do have a bunch of questions here and I just want to make sure that we're not I'm not uh, doing the old well,
1: you know, like, an, if, you know we, if we recognize them we'll say we already uh, it's crazy that.
2: like how I forget shit that we said and people will remind me and or say a, I know, a I know, phrase I know. that I said or you said on, yeah. the, on the podcast and I'm like I don't
1: what, they say yeah, stuff to me, about. and I'm like, and "Like, remember you said that? It, you know." There's people that said stuff to me, and I'd be like, "Are you ignorant? Why would you say that?" And you like, "No, that's what you said on <laughs> yeah, the podcast." You're ignorant. Like, oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you're Uh-oh. ignorant,
2: sir. You, sir. <whop, so <whop. check this out. This might. Here's a question that might be. Give like me the that. fucking question already. This one might. You might be scratching your head at. What? Uh, this is from Betrayed by Life. On okay. uh, Instagram, Betrayed by Life. Go ahead. He said, "When is Richie going to hit us with some new slang?" And he and the second part of his question, well, whatever. Second part. I don't think we ever got the meaning of red belly backup. So what does it mean? So apparently, oh, at okay. some point, you said red belly backup.
1: Yeah. Red Belly Backup. And uh,
2: he wants to know what it means. You said you would explain it next time or something.
3: And well, I, I think know. it has to be the right context for that
1: one
2: to come red out. Red Belly Backup.
1: I could tell you what that means. A Red Belly Backup is an ally. It's someone who always is looking out for you. You never have to turn around. If you're nearby, you got a Red Belly Backup. Okay. Okay, that's all that is. It's a good friend. It's a protector. It's an ally. Red Belly Backup.
2: Next. And he said, when are you going to hit us with some new slang?"
1: All right, what do you guys want to hear? What sort of slang? Give me uh, Because, you know, I got mad slang all over the place. I'm the inventor, the creator. I was the first guy to say ill back in the day. A lot of people don't know that.
2: A lot of people don't know I was the first guy to say milf.
1: Mm-hmm, that's right. Seventh grade, I invented milf. Yeah. That's right. Off his uh, English teacher.
2: I still get royalties yeah. from American Pie. That's right, And
1: man. uh let's see. What's a good slang? Uh...
2: Give me a slang for like somebody, like you want to talk about somebody that's in the room, but you don't want them to know
1: oh. that you're talking about them. Okay, you call that a uh, ghost tongue. Ghost tongue. Yeah. Ghost tongue is when you're talking shit about somebody that's right next to you. Okay. So you're talking to your friend, kind of mouthing it, and you ghost tongue, and meanwhile the dude is like two feet, his back is to you. As he might turn around and be like, "You ghost tongueing me?" Yeah, if he knows the slang, but most likely he don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I could talk to my friends about anybody in front of anybody because, you know, we got our own language. Got but ghost tongue. If I'm ghost tonguing you, you don't even know what's going down next. Who's that for? Oh, betrayed by life. There's your, one of your life. slang. I explained one and gave you another one. What else you got? There you
2: go. Uh, all right. This one is, uh, we have a good friend in Chicago. Well, he's not from Chicago, but I pretend he's from Chicago. And uh, he writes some very detailed questions. Mm-hmm. He said, I hope everyone is well after the touring and other treacherousness. I had a question for all of you. Obviously, most of the podcast fan base knows you guys from the band and the podcast. What I was wondering was considering that you pay the bills being blue collar scholars Hmm. what projects are you most proud of and he says joe and richie is there a building every time you walk by you're like fuck yeah I helped build that motherfucker or chris a discovery that you were instrumental in where you were like wow that would still not be known about if i hadn't helped i would love to hear your pontification on this subject
1: uh tom caps all right Where's that guy from? Chicago? Well,
2: oh, yeah. Well, he's like, I think it might be like Milwaukee or something.
1: They talk funny in the Midwest, don't they? Talk. I was just out there for a while in Chicago. Chicago. You know what? There's a place called Tufano's, Italian restaurant, and they had that accent real bad at that place. Yeah. yeah. You I don't guess, expect it. I guess it's the south side of Chicago where the accent is thick because a lot of other places, I think it's a lot of, you know, it's like any other major city. A lot of people, you know, move in there from other spots. But, like, local people, this was like in a neighborhood, this restaurant, and the f- accent was killing me. The food was good, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was on point. The food was really good. Uh, Two right. I tried one of the pizzas. I tried a one. It's called Luminati's. Oh, shit. Luminati. Yeah, that's what it is. Wow. But, that's that's incredible. Incredible. But the place, and it's famous, well known. I saw a guy. Old meat. I saw a guy yesterday at back to school jam. He said that's his favorite joint. Oh, Alex. Big Alex, muscle head dude, big slab. He's from Chicago. And he said oh, sure. Luminati's is his favorite. I didn't have the heart to tell him, I didn't feel it too much, you know. I had a salad at Luminati's that was dope. And uh it was right next my, my girlfriend lives a few blocks from there. We walked there. And she wasn't a big fan of it either, but I said I wanted to try one. So we got the that deep you know what do you call it, deep dish? Deep dish
2: Chicago yeah. style pizza. Wasn't that
1: great, wasn't that great, man?
2: I've had good ones. I've had bad ones.
1: Yeah, I'll take. They a should just call it something, something else. Call they it something be- else. Call yeah. it a red belly backup or something like it's. It's not the same, man. Let me it's, Get that red belly backup pie. <laughs> like, call it. A, <laughs> let me get a. You know, a, I don't know. Like it's 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 not a pizza. All right, and it's not that great. Get over yourself, Chicago. Stick to what you know. Whole food. Yo, we went to a German wow. restaurant. It was good. Yeah, what yeah. you good? What do you think I got? Schnitz, schnitz, baby. Get that schnitz. I love a schnitzel. Okay, what's that Sorry about Cut so.
2: Down. Yeah, building that I walk by every day that I'm proud of. I don't walk by it every day, but I love that I
1: worked in that Oculus downtown in World Trade Center. That's where I used to see it, too. It's
2: one of the coolest
1: (coughs) buildings I ever worked in. Is that literally the only job that we were both in the same place? Yeah, so so far. After all these years? So far. It's a real weird building. Anybody out there, if they want to Google the New York City Oculus, it's a weird-looking fucking thing. From the outside, too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a weird. It's Oculus. O-C-L-U. Wait. O C.
2: U L O S O C U L O S, or maybe it's O C O O C U L O U S. But you're whatever, everybody. Oculus, and it's uh, it's designed to look. Nobody could figure out what it was at first. Yeah. But I, it's Oculus. It's an eyeball. Yeah. So if you stand on eyeball. the one side of it, it looks like a Venus flytrap, and or it looks like a like a a vertebrae, like a spine mm-hmm. of something. But if you look at it from the sides like you're supposed to it looks like an eyeball with eyelashes yeah and uh it's it's a huge um skylight to an underground mall basically but it's humongous and inside the mall there's obviously tons of shopping and it connects to uh to the
1: path train and it's like a it's a transit hub underneath there and that's when I work in world trade a lot and that's I have to go through the oculus to get into the security part of the world trade there is like Cities underneath World Trade Center. That yeah. whole underground there. There's, there's.
2: It's so crazy how how much yeah. shit is under the yeah. ground at yeah. World Trade Center. Yeah, it's crazy, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Oculus is pretty weird. And if you stand that's in the center, futuristic, and you look up, and you look through the, I guess you call a skylight. That's when you get the view of the World Trade. Yeah, yeah, from down inside of it, the Oculus. Wow, man. Yeah, that's a cool one that I worked in. I'm, I was, uh, I'm uh, glad I worked in there. What about you, Chris? You find anything? People bugging out? Uh, Maybe a pharaoh or something? Nothing nothing as cool as that. You know what I'm saying?
3: But the stuff that I was working on, I was happy because it fills a gap in, uh, in knowledge, essentially. You know, for Specialized knowledge. So both, mm. both sites I was lucky enough to work on that have a good contribution to the Bronze Age and uh, hopefully with this new publication that will be out in next July. We'll have uh, a little something to say about the Roman period. Yeah. Corion. Corion. Dude, that's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's a nice city state, right? It was not city state, but a city right on the coast in
1: Cyprus. Joe's so his Southwest cousin coast. name is Corion. So it's pretty cool. Nice.
3: It's a really beautiful spot. I could see that being like back in the day, like whew, man. You looked out over the bluff on the cliffs and you just looked out into the Mediterranean. You know in picturesque, man.
2: Yeah, and, you know in uh it looks like in that movie Troy. Yeah, right where he was like training with his cousin on the cliffs that's were, like, exactly fighting. what it looks like that's exactly what it looks like yeah, yeah that's, that's
3: exactly what has that, that vibe man
1: nice nice I don't really have one I'm kind of embarrassed that I'm a construction worker oh Richie oh, come on man come on. What do you, listen what do you, who do you who I, do you I in my previous lives I was royalty yeah but you fucked and, up uh, and now you're a construction worker and that's why it's embarrassing I'm ashamed to be with common people like you guys and uh <laughs> I deserve more. I should have been more. I could have been a contender. I should have been a, uh, a high level military or political figure at this point in my life. But instead, I shovel concrete in a fancy building sometimes. So what? Wasted my whole friggin' life.
2: Next question! Well, Richie's not proud of any of it. So, sorry, Tom.
1: He's full of hate. He's filled with hate. I'm filled for with the love. Living. I'm filled with love, baby.
2: Here's a guy who wants uh, a guy, I think,
0: Caden Boyce.
1: Hey, Caden, how you doing? Yeah. Sounds like a southerner. My name is Caden Boyce.
0: Hey there, Caden Boyce here. Mm, Is that Caden Boyce over
1: there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) My name Caden Boyce, and this here, my voice. I'm from the Boyce family, been here for years. My grandpappy was a Civil War veteran. Y'all step one foot on Boys Land. You're going to catch an ass full of buckshot. Caden voice. Hey, fellas. It took me a couple of listens, but I warmed up to the closing track, the ballad track of your new record.
1: Oh, say that again because I was caught up in your accent. But say it without the accent because I want to. Oh, <laughs> without? Yeah, just, it's just... not going to be <laughs> as good without uh, Go ahead, but let me concentrate now. I was like Hey, the... fellas. Right.
0: It took me a couple of listens but I warmed up to the closing ballad track on your new record.
1: All right.
0: I was hoping Joe could explain what the song is about, as I am very curious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: trying to make it choppy, you know. Yeah. The,
0: chorus, the chorus makes it sound like a love song, mm-hmm. but in the verse it sounds as if he talking about a sibling or a good friend.
1: Wow, good ear the guy got Hope a you ah. can
0: shed some light on it. Really enjoying the frequency of the episodes lately. This nice. was a really
2: long time ago. He said this, obviously. Oh, uh,
0: yeah,
1: man.
0: He ain't enjoying the frequency now. No, <laughs> you know?
2: that took a fucking nosedive. Well, I
1: love the accent. I hope he really sounds like that, or if it's a she. He
0: hey there. <laughs> My name Caden Boyce here. Yeah. I got a question for y'all here. I like your last song. Mm. Mm. All right, that's check it out. good.
1: And we were just, when we were in Europe, our last show was in London, and our great friend Wima, who has his own podcast, me and Joe sat in on it. Awesome. It's called Everybody Wait, everybody Every, but,
2: everybody but us or everyone but us. Oh shit. This is not good. It's not a good look. We We sorry. Hold on I'm But looking, anyway, Wema said that's right that's
1: his favorite song in the album. Really? It's my favorite song in the album. Yeah, I dig that song, man. Now, this guy or girl who just asked that question, keep in mind Joe's going to tell you what it's about, but let it be about what you want it to be
2: about. Yeah. See, the, this is a mistake that I have. Uh, I'm not going to tell him what. It's oh, I'm oh, gonna tell snap, joke. Really? Yeah. I have learned
1: let let the person settle into let it, let the art interpret it, it. and interpret don't interpret it how you want. This it's is music. What, it's all about right? what you need it to
2: be about. I I got what out of it. What I need to get out of it already. Now it's your but turn. That's not that's not what you need to get out of it. So you make it about what you want it to be about.
1: Now it's your turn, Caden.
2: There's a. Uh, there's there's a problem with being too literal exactly. in lyrics, exactly. because it it makes it very specific for somebody that that applies to specifically. It's it's miraculous. They they love it, mm-hmm. but to everybody else, it makes it unrelatable. So in lyric writing, a trick that I've picked up over the years is. You got to be a little bit ambiguous. Slight vagueness. Yeah. Be a little bit. It's okay to write about specific things, but you don't want to be putting in too many details where it makes it unrelatable to people. Yeah. So for me, I'll I'll give you an example. Ignite. There's a, oh. <laughs> there's a, <laughs> there's a song on the album. Someone wrote to me privately and, and, thanked me for writing this song mm-hmm. and they said oh I can't believe that you uh, you wrote this song about this thing that I was like living through at the time. Mm. That song about the alcoholic mm. about the alcoholic uh, man who's struggling with his problems and he can't get his shit together and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. I never wrote a song about that. Yeah. Never. But, that's what, was but that's what they read it and they knew immediately that this is what it's about yeah. and it needs to and be about was. that for them. It, it needs sense. to be about that. Yeah. And uh you could i could i could kind of um I could find a, a common ground between what he is what he thinks it's about and what I think it's about there I could find a common ground and we can like kind of meet in the middle, but I don't want to take that away
1: from people yeah to be able to uh now you might be like, okay, this is about this, this and he's like, oh yeah, bummer I kind of thought yeah it was then like, I kind of ruined it more from, like yeah. my situation that's a very is,
3: postmodern approach to it where The work of art, it doesn't matter what the artist thinks, it's how it's received, it's the reception of it, and that's what gives it meaning, and it can be generated over and over again, I think that's great, you know what I
2: mean? I was talking to a guy last night, a very wise man, Frank Ottinger, and uh, we went to the Mets and Phillies game in New York, and on the ride there and on the ride home, he was telling me I I didn't know a lot about this guy. I knew he was in the military. Frankie. But I didn't know a whole lot about this guy yeah. and he he shed some light on me. So he has a degree in fine art sculpture specifically. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, man. And he casts aluminum, bronze, mm. copper.
1: Oh, I hate coppers.
2: Mind your business, copper. That's cool, man. He does life life size like you know six foot seven foot sculptures of humans like he does a lot of really amazing things but I've been in his uh, his edifice a few times I've never seen any of this I've never seen I had no idea he did this because I've never there's no evidence yeah right and I said I was talking to him about like his art and I was like where do you keep it and he's like I I don't I get rid of it immediately and I was like why and he's like well this is kind of Weird. I don't know if you want to get deep. I said, Of course I do. He says, To him, art is a verb. It's not a noun. Hmm. If you make it into a noun, it's not for the artist anymore. To him, art is a verb and it's a constant, there's constant movement, there's constant change. Art is a lifestyle. It's not a thing that I did. And then go look at my art. Because that's in the past, and the art is still happening. It's still coming out of him. It's always evolving, always changing, always growing.
1: So does he destroy his so stuff or give it away? He
2: gives it away. Okay. And that reminds me of something that Jonesy told me years ago. Jonesy never holds on to the artwork that he artist. did. Yeah, our friend Jonesy is a tattoo artist. And he's Who helped great, us
1: with our two previous album covers.
2: Yes, and he's a really good painter.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He draws a lot. He's, every day he's obsessed with, with, with creating... And he never keeps what he did. He gives it away. And because he doesn't want to get stuck as that defining him or that defining like what he is mm. as an artist. Yeah. Because it's a verb. It's not a noun. And I thought when when Frank said that to me, it was like, whoa shit. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of it like crazy, that. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. That's so awesome. And he and and we were talking about this situation specifically. I told him about the the what the, the person said to me about what they thought that song was about mm-hmm. and he said and, and he said your art is a verb forever there's evidence that you created something because people will will be listening to it always hopefully you know and they'll, they'll always get something out of it but the meaning of it could change through from year to year yeah. and from you know you you have one Crazy incident happened in your life, and now this song sounds totally different to you, and it's about this now yeah it's it, it'll change so so uh yeah, art is a verb, it's not a noun, I don't want to tell you specifically what that song is about because but we are
1: glad that they're starting to feel it yeah, I'm really glad definitely man that
2: song I love that song so much it's it's very uh
1: you know when when it comes to music, you have the song and the album and the song on the album that never changes, it's out there forever. That is what it is. However it makes someone feel, you don't know. You could imagine because it makes you feel like this. Oh, this should produce this sort of vibe on the next person. But you don't know. But when the live version of the song, now that's always different. And it should always be different. Mm -hmm. And it should. That's why I hate the click tracks. I hate the backup tracks. I hate the bands that come out and they're playing over their album. Yeah. And I hate to see the the unauthentic front man reciting the same words after every song. If you see them a few nights in a row, you realize, ah, this isn't coming natural. They're not living in the moment. This is, they're not really giving me a new art. They're just pushing what I already have on the album. What some people may say it was perfect. Sounded just like the album, but I wanted something different.
2: Yeah. See, I want to me, if you take away the risk of failing, Mm-hmm. then it's no longer fun mm-hmm. if we if we played the show and there's no risk of something going wrong it's it's not fun anymore like it's Christ fun agrees. because it's fun when you pull it off when you go through and everything worked right yeah. and you did it because you played your best that's when it's that's when it feels good that's when it's like yo that was a dope show mm-hmm. we played shows before where we sounded bad in the beginning (coughs) or as we had mistakes in the beginning of a set or the crowd was like not into it in the beginning of a set but we just kept pushing and playing and trying harder and by the end of the set it was it ended up being a great show and those shows Mm -hmm. are incredible to me those are the ones that are Mm -hmm. most the most memorable when you like win over a crowd that is unsure about you Mm -hmm. but we've played plenty of shows also where it didn't work out that way in the end and it just ended up being like ah man disappointing show show. but without that risk what's the
1: fun that's why i hate making set lists that's why i want to go out there and sort of wing it and see what how you know if we could actually tell what people want that's why i like that
2: it is it's fun and that's the same thing that when that works, it's awesome. Yeah. When that works, it's so dumb. When you're
1: thinking right as you're ending one song, you're thinking, well, I think right now they want to hear this style of song. And then you're right. You're like, ah, now I'm feeling I'm on I'm the same page as, as them. Yeah. But then. When, when you're not you, right. <laughs> but not, it's like, and that could happen. But then, then this happened plenty, too. I'm seeing the next song on a set list that maybe someone like Evan insisted we had. And I'm seeing, and I'm thinking, oh, this isn't the time to play this song. This is not going to go over well. And then you're playing for a, a bunch of dead bodies just <laughs> trying to get rid of that song because it, it was the wrong time. It was the wrong time for the wrong art.
2: So, Caden okay. Boyce, thank you for the question. We appreciate it. You're uh, like, I really appreciate that you like that song and you're thinking that deeply about it.
1: Um, I for encourage- those who question that song, listen, put earphones on. Go in a dark-ass room. Maybe cut your arm a little bit with a razor blade. Get it a moment. <laughs> oh, just on. give it a shot. Just,
2: just to feel it. Just yeah. like, right. Not to hurt yourself. Just yeah, you to know, feel yeah, it. Yeah, just to top.
1: Just, just, just to release <laughs> a, little bit of, a, a little bit of life's juice.
2: Yeah, you know. You know? Jeez, like, man. You're not trying to end it. You're just trying nah, to feel
1: it. Open you, we're trying to open <laughs> you up. When, when people say you should be more open, that's how you become more open.
2: But I encourage everyone to... To do that with all the music you love, yes. Like,
1: cut yourself while you listen. Cut yourself. Oh, that, You're not talking about that. Oh my bad.
2: No, do that with all your music, man. Listen to it. Think about what it means to you and what it might mean to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It, it changes the way you the way music sounds. It, it surely does. Makes it better. Makes it a lot better. So thanks, Caden. Appreciate that dope question. That's a good I wonder question.
1: Wonder if Caden's a boy or girl.
2: I think it's a boy. Now mm. that I'm, I keep saying it. It looks it's spelled with a C, and I know a few Caden spelled with a K. Mm. And this, I'm, I keep thinking of, like, Cadence or Candace. We got a guy like named see. Boyce
1: before this. Wait, this is Boyce? This is Cadence. Oh, this Boyce. is Caden Boyce, okay. Yeah. Right. that was. Saying, what's up Thomas. with these names? Why can't people have regular names anymore? All these parents naming their kids weirdo names. You know? Yo, uh, did
2: we do this one? I feel like we
1: did this one before. I'm just say saying, I'll tell you. Chris can't even yeah. read it. He's, he you got to put it right next to his face. Just read it. Oh, I don't think we ever did that, man. You don't think so? I don't think we ever did that one. Give it a shot, so mix a lot.
2: Tom Parker says Oh. Hey guys, love the show. Got a question for you. What is it? Do you believe a society can function with I think he means without. (laughs) do you believe a society can function with a federal government? He typed.
1: Yes, I believe so. Yes. As a matter of fact, I (laughs) I know it's evidence to support it.
2: Uh, do you believe a society can function without a federal government? Well, I think it depends on the size of the society.
1: Well, first of all, societies have already functioned without. I mean, the job you have to do is know a little bit of history. Yes, this has happened in the past. Societies have functioned without a central federal government. Or, right, Chris, is this true or false? Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, there's all, now all of the Is he saying that. can we rip out what we have right now and still function? No I, way. Like,
2: like the. Well, I ha- you know, this requires a little bit of interpretation, this question. So yeah. I think the way I'm reading this is let's say you get rid of a federal government yeah. that's already in place. Yeah. Get rid of it. What happens?
1: It depends where.
2: In America,
3: everyone dies.
1: <laughs> no, not at now, all. You're gonna, no. You're going to no, get a really,
3: it's going to highlight areas that are rich and well organized and poverty and areas that aren't so great. They're going to become really fucking bad quick.
1: Southern they're done. poverty areas where people go and get their water, where people plant food, they're going to excel. Going to, they, they might not even know that the government went down. They're, that's not even part of their thing. New York City, L.A., these places will topple. It'll be chaos. It'll be cannibalism. It'll be murders in the street. They can't function. They have no, nothing to live on. Nothing will sustain them. When the water shuts off, where are they getting their food? When no food is being shipped in, it's over. I don't think he means in a doomsday scenario. Let's say that
3: each state, yeah, but that's what will happen. Well, I mean, New York still produces our agricultural base, so you would, you would eventually, you would see everything. States would, I believe, would gel into regional blocks.
1: Well, he, I, he didn't really you know say that I mean? though.
3: Without a federal government, I think that's what you you just get. It spirals out. Okay, into, so
1: no federal government, and now a state is its own entity. That's a, a different st- question.
3: I think that's what you end up with. I think it states then will fill the gap at the next tier down. Okay. And then you'd see regional regions just crop up again, kind of like thirteen colonies. You know what I mean? You'd end up with regional blocks.
1: So then civil wars, states versus states. It could
3: be states or state blocks versus state. It looking, would devolve looking, to that. You know, like, you
1: know, where's the breadbasket? They're going to become valuable. A, a, a desert state might invade them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it would be utter chaos yeah, if, in a lot of places. But, we're going to suffer. They're going to pay. I the mean, price. there's places in, in right in Pennsylvania where there's hillbillies living in the woods that don't know what the hell's going on anyway. They make their own food. They hunt, you know? Yeah.
3: It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, hard. I mean, it's a crazy question. There would always be some kind of a hierarchy and how much of the momentum, the weight of the machinery of government would grind on for a certain amount of time and just like, you know, under its own weight and momentum. And then you have to see what would crop up on a a middle and a local level to replace it. Mm Mm-hmm that you're stuck with that. So, some states will just do better than others. You know, some places will revert back to... Well, let's go off
1: his question. 1600s. And what yeah. state would be the most self-reliant, productive state out of all of them, in your opinion? If everything just went to state-level state, state level government, oof, probably California.
3: California would do good. Texas, I think, would do good. They have enough... Enough climate where they could uh, they could diversify out, they got a good seacoast, you know what I mean, and if you removed them this as far as economics, I mean California and the east Coast and the northern northeastern states they're they're economic powerhouses like California, what is the seventh biggest economy in the world if you even if you detached it from the u s mm-hmm. so though there would be you know that would have to, you'd have to accept that well, there might be some ebbing of international commerce.
1: So they still function. They'd still, they'd still do business with other countries. They would still do it. So just the states too. So know? Louisiana type joint, how would they fare out?
3: I think that they, I, think some of them, oh, I think that it would be maybe the the overall quality of life might decline a bit, but I don't think they would have as much outreach in mm-hmm. a new kind of formula like that. It would be like an agrarian kind of thing. It would just revert back to conditions you might expect in the 19th century. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? It would be a real sharp thinking, kind of divide.
2: I'm thinking like they still have... They still have the Gulf. That makes them valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Mississippi River is still like a valuable like you know, shipping lane. It would become go through like a lot of different states. All those
3: things would become even more so. It would be more valuable. It become to them it would be they you know, it would be a port city, it would be like that kind of that kind of thing, you know? But you have More powerful neighbors who don't want to deal with you, then you got to deal with that. You know who's going to be the predator. So how about like a place? I bet pirating would be like a go right up. It would go. It would be like a real thing again. And and then any state, right? Let's say so. Any state that bordered the Gulf could then engage in piracy and freebooting, as (laughs) they, to use a really old term, against any other state. So you know you're sailing around. They'll just rage you. You know it'd be like, you know, the 16th, 17th century again. crazy. You know.
1: Hmm, very interesting. You thinking what
3: I'm thinking. <laughs>
2: no, what are no. you
1: thinking? I'm just be pirates. I don't if know. There's
2: no federal government.
3: Pirates. I mean, I want to be Mad Blackbeard.
1: Yeah, I'll cut your arm off and give you a hook.
3: Yeah, but just think about that. So the, the United leg. the army devolves, right? Mm. So the, the the United States army devolves, <laughs> and then people just go back home, and then you have like, it's back to you know. National guards, a local militia, and then it's just your local, your local setup again.
1: I like how he says local militia.
3: Militia,
1: militia. <laughs> Join the militia. All right, Give us the next question. The right thing. Very interesting. Thank I you. It.
2: We have a good, really good comment. I it's want food for thought. Not a question, that, a comment. Uh, somebody I admire. Oh, our friend Dan Crayley has a really great podcast, "Getting It Out" podcast, which he's doing. It's just he's doing it by himself, just talking. It's it's getting better and better. He's yeah. really funny. Yeah. He's very funny. And he's always, every episode, he makes me laugh. Literally, I've always laughed out loud at something he's doing.
1: Getting It episode. Out podcast.
2: Getting It Out podcast. And Dan says, Gentlemen, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed episode 71. I have a hard time intelligently expressing my political and social opinions without sounding like a jackass. So I just don't. All three of you managed to nail nearly every point in perspective I find myself unable to properly voice you called the subject boring but it was incredibly refreshing and and even relieving to be a fly on the wall of hmm. an, an impressively articulate discussion. Well,
1: we are very smart men. And, yeah, that's, know, very nice. that's very especially nice. Especially kind the
2: people I consider peers in the hardcore scene.
1: No, don't go that far. While I've enjoyed I've been in a every lot of episode bands.
2: of the podcast, 71 was a special, pleasant surprise, and I thank you all for it. Dan Crayley. Well, thank
1: you, Dan. That's very nice of you to say. Very nice.
2: And uh, we wish you the best of luck on your podcast. And I will be a guest anytime
1: you want. Wait, bro. he's a competition. You can't go on his podcast. I'll
2: go on there. I'll talk shit about all of you. See, see how Joe <laughs> does it. He's a
1: traitor. He's a turncoat. Oh, that's so, nice yeah, that of him. was nice. That cool. was nice of him. Good guy. He's a good guy. That guy. He said good thing for bad men. Next question.
2: Uh, we got one from Mike.
1: Hey, you doing, Mikey. <laughs> now, finally, a guy with a normal name. Mike,
2: mm, this one's confusing because he's he's like correcting like an earlier thing he sent. Come on, okay, Mike. I got you. Will you do
1: it right, Mike? Yeah, wasting our fucking time.
2: He wants to know. He sent a question a while ago that we did answer about the lack of like show spa- show spaces, mm-hmm. and he asked like, how come there's so few places like uh, like CBGBs and stuff like that? All right, and we started talking about like why there isn't a lot of places in new york he just means in general Hmm. why aren't there more clubs like that in uh in the united states and i'm gonna say i think there's a lot of clubs like that in the united states oh yeah that's how people tour
1: okay outside of like for for our kind of music
2: for our kind of music
1: okay outside of philadelphia what's a club in pennsylvania that consistently does our kinds of bands
2: there's one right now up in Wilkes Bear called Irish Wolf Pub.
1: And that's a very short history so far.
2: So far, but they've been killing it for the last like five years. They've been doing shows there and it's consistent.
1: Killing it? Consistent. Hmm.
2: It's consistent. Killing it is who who plays there and who comes out to see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's up to the, the local people. But the venue is uh, is available. All There's right. another place called The Other Side that How they've come been doing we never shows play up there. You don't want to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> you don't like the sound system, so you don't want to play it. i never even been there. Yeah, I know. But how, that's that's what I said? I don't like
1: the sound system? Yeah,
2: you said, oh, it's going to sound like crap. I don't want to play up there on a Friday night.
1: It's just, Chris, I really said that about the sound <laughs> system. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Chris. Thank that's you. Shitty sound system. There's no way I said that about Oh, that. for sure you did. Did I say somebody told me that it sounded bad? Or? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Because why would how would I know? i never even been there. Listen. They good wanna, question. Hmm. They want to book us. Just contact our booking agent.
2: Okay? I get hit up a lot to play up in that in that region.
1: You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to play a Halloween show, but I couldn't find a spot, man. I wanted to do that, the Misfits cover set.
2: Yeah, you know, I've been listening to,
1: it's cool stuff, right? Getting
2: like familiar with the songs. Yeah. Like I got, there's quite a few I could do now.
1: Yeah, good. good. Yeah, I'm yeah, down. Like
2: know. if we could pull it off, I'm down to do it. To do
1: it. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween, I just was at Frazetta's. Dude,
2: how cool is that place? Did awesome. you? I went there on uh on Friday or a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I put I went to the bank and I went over to Frazetta's afterwards. Nice. Did you go through?
1: I bought a Death Dealer shirt. Oh yeah, nice. all over print like a Guido shirt, but the Death Dealer like nice. all over print.
2: Yo, when you go from the front areas like kind of like the family stuff, yeah, yeah, and then you go into the back, yeah, in that little hallway, yeah, there's the big Pennywise the clown thing, yeah. and I was like, is that Pennywise? And I pushed a balloon to the side, yeah, and yeah, the face. Yeah. It's so crazy looking. I, I got it footage gave, of it. It gave me like the fucking willies, like just like being in yeah. this dark hallway with this Pennywise. I, I while
1: well, I was talking to the I guy, it out of remember the it used to be upstairs. <laughs> I, I, blame, I don't yeah. blame you. It used to be upstairs. So from the street, you, you open the doors. Nobody even there. It's really creepy. You walk up these stairs all alone. You don't even it's know if like you're going to a store. The guy everywhere. said that a lot of people were, were not even going in because they were scared. So now, <laughs> oh, wow, the, the entrance is on, on the floor level in the front. And you walk into more of a nice, friendly atmosphere. Then you walk through that little room he's talking about. Then you're in more of the horror room.
2: Yeah, the front area is now just like a costume shop. Yeah, which is like really
1: cool because
2: <laughs> it's a costume shop. Like it's such a weird thing that this exists. Yeah. A costume
1: like shop. there's makeup, there's stuff to put fake flesh on and blood, and there's gla- You know, different glasses you could buy, mask, everything. <coughs> you're going cool. the back. Yo, they got this shit now. There's a girl in a
2: curled up in a fetal position in the in the display window, and right now outside. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if they if if somebody told me that's a real body and like a sick yeah. some sick maniac is storing his bodies in there, yeah. I would believe it. Her skin looks so real; yeah. you can see like. You know when some people get cold, mostly like like, like a very pale white person gets cold, get and you can little, see like all the little veins under like a, the skin, like a yeah. chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. That her skin looks like that. Yeah. It's, you can see like
1: like the little goosebumps on her on her yeah.
2: flesh. Wow, man, it's that's so detail. real looking. It's no, crazy. For people
1: that might want to go, yo, Google. You know, first of all, the guy was a famous artist, Frank Frazetta, and he's dead now, but he did great art. But this store in East Stroudsburg is just really dope. Especially if you want to get like an over the top Halloween costume. This shit is dope, man.
2: And they rent costumes there yeah. too that are like
1: You could like you could look like the dopest costume uh, on the block and but just rent it out don't buy it you know save some money or you could go in there and buy all pieces and make your own it's just good and it's just like there's so many like weird things you could buy you touch it and it starts screaming at you you know the, and there's <laughs> stuff
2: you walk by and it's turned you don't realize it but it's like it yeah. has like a sensor and you walk by it and it's like it'll
1: make you see you all like the little it. dead kids Shit swinging from the ceiling <laughs> yeah there's like little kids Dead kids on swings that are always moving on the ceiling. No and, way. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I
3: have been there in there in years, literally.
2: like. Well, it's three. very, it's different now. It's like a different yeah. layout and it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's Frazetta's. really cool. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: And uh, right, you know
2: what's him. crazy about Frazetta? What? He's from East Stroudsburg. And uh, I used to go to Frank Frazetta's house when he was still alive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which is very bizarre, but my dad who's like a Jehovah's Witness, like, you know. He used to preach to him? Preacher, minister, whatever you want to call it. He used to go there and do like little Bible studies with Frank oh, Fazetta. Huh. So I would go in his house, and it's just like oh. paintings of the
1: hottest, yeah. nakedest women yeah. you ever saw in now, your Now, was light. that an issue? Or like, if if he did commit to the that faith, would he have to stop with that stuff? I mean. Uh, I don't know. What would you think? Like, would they allow that? Would they allowed him to?
2: Paint. I think it would probably be an issue just him joining it just because of his name. His name is out there already yeah. attached to all of this stuff. Yeah. He's so famous. And for horror
1: it. and violence. and Yeah, he's so famous for this one specific and, thing. Yeah. And I will,
2: I'll bet you if he joined, there would be pressure on him to like, to start like getting rid of the yeah. like like uh cease and desist like
1: and then just start drawing for the watchtower covers of, <laughs> yeah wow of man. black kids petting lions and stuff and yeah a, a black Chinese kid, kid, kid with a Chinese turtle lady. on his shoulder
2: yeah I saw I used to be in his house all the time as a kid it was filled with the coolest looking shit ever yeah pictures of him and Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: yeah man he was the real deal picture with him I mean he developed that style that kind of art it's so cool the seven Romans painting yeah that's awesome that's awesome you know yeah he did like
2: all the uh, the Tarzan yeah paintings you know like Tarzan and shit like so crazy man and so the the dude who owns it now when I was a kid he was probably 17 Mm -hmm. and I was like 7
1: yeah
2: so he doesn't remember me every time i go in there
1: you try to tell the story
2: yeah and he's like he's like oh that's great but he just doesn't remember me yeah. every, and he doesn't remember me from the last time i went in there yeah you know
1: yeah. shorter guy yeah. yeah yeah yeah. he's a nice guy he's all right yeah he's
2: nice talkative yeah. i think that's
1: i don't remember his name but I think that's he's related, that's right? yeah he's so nice. it's his son
2: he had two sons and cool a daughter. This I is
1: believe. PA, son. We're freaky out here. This is the most haunted state filled with evil spirits floating around. Ghosts, ghouls, goblins, everything. Gauntlets. What else starts with a G? I don't know. Gollum. This is the place, though. This is Pennsylvania. Gandalf. This is... Pendorf <laughs> office <is> in Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is... A, it's a crazy place. Pocono ghosts, baby. Yeah, man. You heard. We'll do a Halloween special later. Ooh, yeah. Remember we did that a couple years yeah. back? Yeah. Yeah, we got to get, get a good... Uh, Mm. guest on some good
2: tales mm. we'll start working on that now mm. yo if anyone out there knows a place that would be great for wisdom and change to do a halloween show
1: yeah it's running up though it's getting know. close it's getting close. down to
2: the wire but if you know a spot hit us up we're looking for something small yeah small very intimate. small we want to do
1: a misfit set. 100, 100 people we wanted we wanted to dress joe up like danzig I, mean, I would do though. that. If I know you would. I'll totally Why do. No, no, you got the D's arms like young Danzig, son. I'll do it. You heard? we get what we're we gonna dress Chris as what, who's the guy? He's gonna be like the Doyle. We're gonna put him like Doyle. Right? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Oh Lord.
2: Or I should we just do, it, or, we or should we just
1: it? do a misfit set and have our own costumes on? And if so, is it true that Evan will be Robocop? Oh man, that has would has to he would be. perfect. He has to be RoboCop, right? That would be amazing. Evan's dog just died. Yeah, it's sad. Red, I didn't say nothing I didn't to him today. I feel bad. I didn't want to trigger him, start crying. You sometimes you just don't, you know, like let it slide. You know what I mean? Well,
2: when it just happens, it's fucking. Yeah. You know, yeah, it sucks because right. like everybody, everybody knows, but nobody wants to say it. Yeah, you know.
3: So it's sad, man. These
2: dogs. But he's people, looking at. People at get dogs.
1: attached to the dogs. They're part of the family, you, you know.
3: Your pets are, uh, you know, become part of your family for sure.
1: It's like having a retarded kid. It's like you know, he's not really helping us, but we love him anyway. You know, he's just in the mix. Mm. No, mm. I don't know. What do I know about that? Well,
3: Ew. well that's an interesting analogy. But uh,
1: Chris when are you gonna have a baby. Have some babies.
3: Oh, uh, I think uh, you're I getting think old, man.
1: Come on, you're probably shooting cobwebs. I'm probably you gotta get some blanks before. these days. Uh-huh. You know what I
3: mean? Chrissy. And, uh, I'm sure my my genetics now is starting to falter. <laughs> is that what happens? It doesn't happen like I that. I think you get older. Right? I think you have uh, less viable stuff, I think. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. Could have come
1: out with an arm on his forehead. Exactly. You don't want no, that. I don't
3: want that. I can't. I can't. My, my old heart can't handle
1: that. Imagine that though, an arm on the forehead. That'd be great for the cell phone, like laying in bed and just looking at your just phone. Just had
3: like a cell phone arm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we right? may
3: evolve to that one day.
1: Yeah. Or just like. An extra appendage. It's just like, uh, how about uh, just a, like you're holding your phone, right? You're laying in bed. You hold your phone with two hands, but then you have the arm coming out of your forehead. With, it just has a thumb on it. You know what I mean? And it does like all the, it's the touch the, screen the stuff. Touch screen. Yeah, dude. Wow. Oh I mean, Why not? It could be good. I mean, the whole head industry going
2: to Which way does it bend, though? It bends forward. The, so like, how, what, what well, if let's not say, the uh, phone, look, look, my arm, What's like, the resting position oh, of you're, this you're, arm? Like
1: this, like this. You got a little elbow straight like this. <laughs>
3: Did you ever see like the, the one of those fish?
2: Can you <laughs> fold it back like into your hair? Like grab the back of your own head? Like, you can, yeah. It could kind of you could put like comb it back, but so you could still wear a hat and and have it like the whole hat industry is going to change. Oh, well, yeah. obviously,
1: you're going to yeah, have to. Yeah.
2: Like, the way you're wearing your hat now yeah, is that, how they would have well, to be You have, have
1: a bigger hole or maybe, like, a fabric thing if it's cold so you can have, like, a glove. Yeah, like a little sleeve yeah. that your arm, your head on. We have to very. start evolving at some point because we're diff- we need different things at if this you point.
3: You hold your umbrella, too, like that.
1: <clears throat>
3: what would be... Just use your head hand and hold your umbrella. What yeah, would true. be the... SWAT mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry. I was just
1: talking about this. Our chest... We have like we have like a jail, like bars of ribs protecting the heart and lungs, which are very sensitive and delicate. You know what happened to my lung. Bad shape, son. Why is it like that, though? This was good back in the day when you might fall over and hit a rock. Now we're getting in head-on collisions going 120 miles an hour. Now we're getting shot with shotguns at close range. Why isn't our chest cavity like our skull, like a thick bone, like just surrounding everything, so nothing could get through there? You can't get poked with a screwdriver and hit your lung. Just boom, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Huh. Wouldn't that be?
2: Well, up? I think ribs are that way,
1: so that, so
2: they flex. Like the whole point is that you move can, around. You can flex and move around and be more mobile. If it was a solid piece, you wouldn't be able to like. Well, look at my head. Look, bend over and my touch head is your solid toes. As a rock, huh? but your neck yeah, is your
1: neck is your neck is is a, a moving machine. How about this? How about this evolution? People love to say, "Oh, we're programmed to want to have sex. Feels good because we're we're meant to produce and have babies." Okay? So why is childbirth so painful? Why isn't childbirth to a woman like the equivalent of like going you know,
2: I we're going to have to dip into the Bible for the answer on this one. Oh, really? oh are we? Yes. What what is it? Because in the Bible Eve, evil oh, Eve okay. yeah. wow.
1: was cursed. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
2: When she ate the forbidden fruit from the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And God cursed her, and one of the, the stipulations of his curse was that childbirth will now be extremely painful. Mm. But so that goes wow. against the
1: idea that he wants us to produce.
2: Well, she has no choice. She's gonna want to produce and it's gonna be painful, mm. and she's going to have to deal with it every time. Sorry, that's, Sorry that's ladies. The curse. <laughs> Sorry ladies That's not my law That's God's law
1: Alright let's say That's Take it not up with him. Let's, let's say even though It probably is true But let's <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it's not true though Right Just for the sake of argument Isn't the idea of making That so painful Go against the idea Of saying It feels good Because you You know We want you to produce
2: Yeah but look at the evidence They still want to do it anyway The evidence
1: of the Population is going down And down And down And down well, And down Look at and the down.
2: evidence Of like how many people Are on the earth
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's
2: nine billion of us. People Mm -hmm. and they know every one of them knows that it's gonna suck to have a baby. It's gonna be hurt Mm -hmm. and they still do it, you know what I mean? And they've been doing it for you know
1: thousands. It just doesn't make sense to me, you understand my point of view. It's weird, but like that maybe maybe make that feel great. Imagine if that felt great.
2: Yeah, that would be wild. (laughs) But the drive to do it. Is more powerful than it is it, than the pain. Well, that's just human and the, and nature. And the deterrent. That, the human nature is you don't look
1: it. ahead and things like that. You know, you're not really, you know, nine months before you're like, hmm, should I eat this thing that's going to kill me? Nine months, you're not even thinking. You just want to eat it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's so far off into the distance. Yeah. But at this point in our intelligent lives, why are we still going through that procedure? Why are we not just? building children Yo,
3: you know that that gives me a good point man you got anybody listening? maybe joe, we are, so. joe rogan with uh elon musk on there
1: yeah i mean he was probably the most boring person on planet earth but
3: he, he's he's he, <laughs> but he's a dude who's afraid of ai and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff like yeah. he sees it as being well it could be a uh, you know a genie that you pop out of the bottle and it could just cause widespread devastation and i kind of agree with him like if you all of a sudden that uh you get the technology runs away with you then like you're saying you don't have to have kids anymore now you could just you could genetically make them in a dish you could grow them in a lab yeah and then you could also start selecting traits and make uh definitely have a, a place where it's like a Gattaca situation where you have people who are godlike and everyone else you know what and it's like
2: and at that point like nobody's special anymore you know There's no. nothing special <laughs> i don't know if that's an if, that might be a good thing i don't know it might but Nothing special anymore. If you can create, you already know ahead of time this is, this kid's going to be this fast. He's going to be able to jump this high. Okay, going to be able to do accomplish this, 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 and this.
3: You know what else? The Star Trek covered it too. Yeah, with Khan, <coughs> they did it. Those people were you know genetically superior. They mm-hmm. were engineered to be better, smarter, faster. But the downside was, them one were crazy.
1: But know? listen to this. Listen, you described. There's nothing special. What does special mean right now in terms of humans? Who's special?
2: People who have uh, some sort of abilities that separates them
1: from, Yeah, but from what What do we call special? There's special education classes. There's special programs for special children. What it means right now. Yeah,
2: that's like a nice way
1: to say. You're, but you're, what you would stop doing is there wouldn't be any special people in that sense. True. Is that good or bad? uh
2: i mean I, I, I that's good that's definitely good mm-hmm. that would definitely be good if you could eliminate that that yeah. would be good
1: now let's say you know how apps work imagine if there's a baby building app you still have a uniqueness because you would want out of your child something different what another person might want out of theirs so there could still be separation and uniqueness and you know custom custom uh well
2: it's just crazy to think of i i believe that that is inevitable
1: of course and i think it's so fucking crazy imagine you're going through all the shades of eyes that you might want oh
2: i've done this on the Wii before making myself as a Wii character you know what i mean it's bizarre to think that you could do that and then it comes to your house and then you could be like ah damn so then what happened i I don't like the shade of this you know in
3: this dystopian future then there are going to be people who have the financial means to do this, and then where does that leave people who can't? Then we it? would become the special ones, the way you're talking about. Special. Then yeah, we would be. What we really happens? Special. Well, what happens then? Well, then you have you think you got problems now, right? The society has problems now. Yeah. What happens? if We have you know perfect specimens, and what happens to everyone else? Well, That's the,
1: the, the 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 elitists would have to send out crews to. Um, You know Make sure they Exterminate Well at least not They're they're unable to reproduce Those sort of Sterilize Yeah They
2: they make us all Sterilize that
1: group Within a couple generations They're extinct And we have nothing But a perfect population We have no more Luke Rodas running around We just have (laughs) Strong rich man Cusos (laughs) Military Marines Strong backs Strong Strong wills
3: Alright then how about Well how about the same thing then Okay if you could if you're in in the uh, designing game, well, why couldn't you design someone who's going to be compliant? Right? You could have you could design a whole underclass. Well, that's of beings, but you're taking right? out
1: you're taking out. There's okay. So, are you born compliant or are you taught to be compliant? Well,
3: I think if you're doing, I think if we cross once you cross that threshold where you're making designer people who have enhanced abilities, you know, yeah, strength, but that's just we're talking
1: about physical. Attributes now you're talking about like mental things. Well, now. I
3: think that they're going to go hand in hand. I think you can. Yeah. I right. think I think that you can get one without one the other. You know. But like, so, it but, could
1: but be can, be can, like, okay. Well. So let's say we create a compliant baby, but we teach the baby rebellion. Like is the a teaching? It may not have any effect because they might be genetically. Nurturing means nothing at all now?
3: It could, well, I think you could get someone who's let's say, will have a certain level of IQ, a certain kind of motivation. If they're able to do the other stuff, they could certainly uh, select the personality traits, mm. and then you could get a permanent underclass of worker bees or drones or whatever you want to call it. Well, I think you right now we insist. have... It could a, be a, a fucking bad situation,
1: you know? I think right now, without genetic manipulation, but with social manipulation we developed a very compliant uh society
3: oh i'm not, i'm never denying yeah. the fact that you could do that what yeah. all the kinds of means yeah yeah I'm once you saying, start getting I'm into just, i'm
1: just pointing that out
3: genetic stuff yeah i mean you could you could get people to
1: because look how compliant, compliant. they are over certain issues like you could say your water's poison and nobody they'll they talk about it at work this is bullshit you believe that they do but there's no effort put in to change it But then They could really trigger that same person To be outraged by A Colin Kaepernick type scenario And then they actually want to take action So it's kind of like a, It's kind of like Not a genetic manipulation but like
2: yeah, it's almost like a social media. A social engineering. A
1: exactly. Social engineering. Well, I,
3: I think that's been around. I mean, there's that social psychology. I mean, there's people who study this, like <coughs> social marketing. It's just, uh, it is. What's, oh, yeah, but you can never underestimate the strength of that mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. ever at all. But I think that if you're getting to that point, the next step for the people who turn themselves into God or the God class, I guess you could call them, right? the, The, the hyperhuman, then they could... If they have that power, then they can just do whatever, whatever they like. Then it's genetics. It's just another tool that they have at their disposal, like economic power would be or uh, technological power. It's just another
1: tool How about this in their own to scenario. use. Let's say the soul, you know, the soul exists before the, it goes into the body. Let's say there's a way for us to reach the soul. We know this soul is going to this body, and we allow the soul to decide its own Genetic makeup, desires, height, weight, color, this and that. If you could do that, if you could have had some kind of scientist find up that soul is going to, and I am going to send a message to that soul. What would you choose that's different from you now?
3: I I don't even know. I I I don't know. You mean you don't know? I would. I would like to, you know. Everybody wants to be at their prime. Let's say you want to be between thirty-five, you know, twenty-five and thirty-five. And but this is there, this
1: is your soul, you know. Being asked the question before it it enters the body of a baby. So okay. which
2: body do you want to what, be born into?
1: No, just like one thing. Pick one. Like you, this. That's Chris. But out of the stuff that you do or don't have now, if you were asked that question before, what would you have changed? Uh, I, th- I think it would probably be
3: health related. I would I, would, I would. I wouldn't want any kind of like disposition like heart disease and shit. shit do you that's have my, that? Shit, just shit that's in my family. Yeah, they have like natural building high levels of cholesterol that kind of fucks up their arteries and stuff. Like, that's what you would pick. There's a good chance I would. Well, you know,
1: what do you for, want? A guy for, that's what you would pick. <laughs>
3: that's, I mean, well, what do you, I mean, you could pick hyper intelligent or any Chris other planner, kind
2: of stuff. You know, is a planner. Joe, what
1: would you pick? Oh man, do you understand the question?
2: I. I from what I'm hearing you're just saying like which who do like who what body do you want to be born into? Not what necessarily type of body? body that's your body
1: right there. Okay. But let's say this the, the possibility was given to your soul and then but this is what it is. Is there anything that you would have said before being shot into your body, one thing that you would have changed that's different?
2: Oof man. I would want like uh like I can add like an ability yeah, like a maybe ability or yeah. something like that yeah, maybe i mean i would want the ability of of uh like the the kids that can like see an instrument and just know how to play it okay that would i would do something like that exactly you where go. you could so i could just like know how to play guitar just from like like yeah.
3: figuring out the code oh shit that's how you do that and then just boom i could play yeah, guitar
2: yeah well that's what they were boom, saying boom i could though, play
3: piano go. going to be that's a possibility like that musk dude, like he was saying was Within ten years, you could be able to interface. You'll be able to neurally interface in, and have. But imagine access. if we even went before that. You know, you have and we're communicating with with the
1: soul that will soul eventually
3: that will be the life. Well, what would it be though? What if you could download yourself? Now, here's a good question. Let's say you have the ability right before you 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 expire, to have your consciousness. Let's say five minutes beforehand, dumped out of your body, and then put into a clone of yourself.
2: Dude. Bright. There's there's an episode of uh, of um, Black Mirror that's that's based on that. Really, it's it's so crazy. Remember that one with the girls? It was the two girls that were like in love with each other from like before, and then they were like they they found each other in that in that other world. Whatever The show Black Mirror Is mm. incredible And there's an episode That's about that Downloading There's a, a service That you can pay for And they They put you into A a computer Basically They put a, They put your consciousness Into a <laughs> Computer world And yeah. then You're You're in this world With a lot of other every, Anybody who buys a service You're in the world right. With them too So you're all still living But the world Removes a lot of yeah. Nastiness the right. computer world removes a lot of the shitty things. Well, about. are you here. living at your?
3: Is your consciousness existing in in some different kind of way? Now that's like the same question they had, like that, uh, like the battle. Remember Battlestar Galactica was on Cylons, yeah, and they had the girl who ended up. She was killed, and they took her consciousness and put her into a robot. Mm. And then, are you the same?
1: You know, what makes you you? Are
3: you you're yeah. a copy of yourself? Where does it? Where does that end? Are you still you? Are you something else then?
1: Well, if you know Black Mirror, there there was an episode where this guy had a baby with this lady and she died. And he had the option of putting her consciousness in him, in his head. Mm -hmm. Remember? Mm -hmm. And she was like living in his head. Then he couldn't take it. So the doctor moved it into a teddy bear. Remember? Yeah. And then eventually he was just hiding the teddy bear because he couldn't like have a girlfriend. He couldn't have. You know this or that But yeah that is a crazy show That yeah. is a crazy show And if we got any questions We're going Anthony,
2: crazy Anthony wants to add a, his two cents Go ahead One two
0: For the uh, the one question Like what you would change yourself Or something What
2: Ability you would add or whatever
0: I would probably be persuasive You're a, you you? You're a real
1: manipulator hmm. aren't you You're a real manipulator I would add people. psychic intuition. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Maniacal laugh. You know, I think I am a little bit psychic.
2: Yeah, what do you got?
1: Like today, I knew you guys were coming over. I just felt like I think them guys are coming over to practice.
2: That's why the mics were laid out when we first got here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Rich is preparing Next thing for I know, podcast. I see
1: Baboon walking up the stairs. I said, I know. I just
3: felt it,
2: you
1: know?
3: You got that vibe.
1: <sighs> nah, some stuff, though, some stuff.
2: You know what's the weirdest not the weirdest, but when the phone rings right when you're thinking of a person. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest thing, man. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Mm-hmm. That happens too I do not I don't I don't even get a lot of phone calls these days, like actual phone calls. Yeah. But when it happens, damn that shit is crazy, man. It happens with text too. I know. It happens with texting.
1: When you know you're gonna get a text. And you just bring
2: uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Uh, right, no more questions? Psychic. What's nah, up? I think
2: that's it. I'm oh, out. Right, right, hey, right, we right, did right.
3: good. We did good.
2: We did it. I'm how, sorry how this how
3: took forever. That, we got? got an hour and 15.
2: Hour and 15. That's a nice tidy that's a
1: number. That's nice, a nice tidy number. And yo, I'm starving.
2: Yeah, man. I'm starving too, man. What are we going to eat? Sheldon, you want to eat? Sure. All right. My nephew Sheldon is here. He's dying over there. He's he's a musical genius. He is. From the time he was a boy. He's the kind of kid who can pick up an instrument and just figure it out.
1: Could he recognize what note I if I, if I give him a, a, no, a vocal note? I don't have a perfect pitch.
2: No. He doesn't have perfect pitch, but he's got a great ear for music and he's got a great imagination. And can he, you move your hair back a little bit? He corrected Chris. That is a great ear. He did. He corrected Chris He did. At practice today. Chris was mm. trying to figure out how to play this one lead, and Sheldon took one look. He said, uh okay you know I'll try the g yeah chris, i was thinking the, the same thing is
1: chris ever gonna just play the g mm-hmm. and
2: there there it is that was pretty impressive man it, it really was. was it was Hmm. Uh-huh. so sheldon's here we're gonna go eat uh yeah this is it right That's it man Let's wrap it it up Thanks for
1: listening Keep sending those questions Let's try to get this up fast And we'll try to do another one Next week if we could Boom 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 All right, back on track The people are dying out there Left and right They're dropping dead This
2: is their lifeline We're keeping people going Yo It feels good Knowing that there's people Who are like regulars Who really love listening Um, I know a lot of people Yo they love Ray Everybody loves Ray Ray's the shit So I know you guys Are all asking for Ray (laughs) Ray's a busy dude right now But he'll be back on ASAP
1: yeah. I mean, I'm tired of him, kind of. I don't want him on no more. Richie. He's a pain in the ass. Come on. Tired of his crap. Right.
2: Send your questions and comments to postamericapodcast at gmail.com That's or right, at postamericapodcast on Instagram. You heard? And you could also follow us on Facebook, Post America Podcast. We'll be back
1: soon. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post-America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then,
0: get your fucking ass out of here before I get you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck is this you in? This is Post-America. You ain't shit, motherfucker!